Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it! Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown! Jones had just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He's got the handoff. You know who that's? From the playlikeajet.com digital studio This is Play Like a Jet My name is Scott Mason You can follow me on Twitter At playlikeajet1 And we are going to review The Jets docu-series That they put up on their YouTube channel And over at newyorkjets.com The series of course is called Flight 2022 New Heights And to break all five of the episodes down As he did on our website Playlikeajet.com Is playlikeajet.com Senior writer Tommy Griffin Krantz Making his Play Like a Jet podcast debut Tommy, what's up man? Welcome to the show What's going on Scott? How you doing? Glad to be here Excited to talk about the Jets and the show. Yeah, me too, man. I got to be honest, I liked it a lot. I thought there was some fluff in there as these things tend to produce. But overall, there was enough quality moments that it made it worthwhile if you're a Jets fan. I don't know that I would recommend it to somebody who's not a hardcore football fan or especially not a hardcore Jets fan. But there was enough in here for people like us who really love this team and follow it religiously To really sink our teeth into and enjoy And there were five episodes We'll go through all five of them The first one was called New York or Nowhere And Salah at this point Unveiled and you have this In your article over at playlikeajet.com One of his sayings that became A recurring theme of the show 
that the team wants volunteers, not hostages. And that is a quote that he attributed to Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. And what he meant by that is he wanted guys that are going to be here because they love football, not necessarily because they just got paid or it's something that they're good at. They want guys that are passionate about the sport. So then they go through and they review last year's acquisitions, talking about free agency and the draft. Obviously, a lot of people really liked what the Jets did in the 2021 NFL draft. Michael Carter, Zach Wilson, Elijah Vera Tucker, Elijah Moore. Early dividends look promising there. They went on and they had pundits from all over the place review what the Jets did last year and talk about how it feels different now with this regime, with Robert Sala and Joe Douglas. Some of the people that you saw, Adam Schefter, who admitted to being a Jets fan growing up and saying that because he grew up on Long Island, he has a ton of friends that are still Jets fans. Colleen Wolf from NFL Network, who is excellent, and she made her presence felt here in a big way, especially since she used to cover the Philadelphia Eagles, so obviously she knows Joe Douglas and what he did in Philly under Howie Roseman very well. Mike Garofalo was in this, so was Kimberly Martin, who used to cover the Jets for New York Newsday. Now she's with ESPN. Ian Rappaport was in this. Peter Schrager, who we know has ties to both Robert Sala and Jets ownership as well. So it was fun to see them talking about this. We got to see a lot of footage from the Senior Bowl. The Jets staff talked about how it's a big advantage to be able to be there and see these guys up close and really get to know the players because, as they said, you can get to know their game on film, but to really get to know them as people, you've got to be around them consistently. You've got to see how they operate and practice and all that, and they were able to do that. Also, we got to see the life of a scout. We saw one of the Jets' senior national scouts and what his life is like. Not a big surprise. He has a family that he doesn't see a ton because he's on the road all the time. They do their best to juggle between his personal life and his professional life, but obviously he lives out of a suitcase a lot of the time. So he has a very understanding wife and kids who I'm sure would love to see their dad more, but this is just a hazard of the job. We got to see the beginnings of how much the Jets staff really liked Jermaine Johnson, and they set the stage for the 2022 NFL Draft and what the Jets were going to be looking for in that draft, which we'll come back to in a couple of episodes. There were even some parallels here, Tommy, between the 2006 and 2007 class, which obviously built the foundation for what the Jets were able to do in 2009 and 2010. They were able to get DeBrickishaw Ferguson, David Harris, Nick Mangold, and Darrell Revis in those drafts. Foundational pieces. The Jets are hoping that they found some last year in 2021 and then more in 2022. So, Tommy, what would you think? Episode one, sort of setting the table here, New York or nowhere. What were your key observations? First episode, like you said, you got that quote from uh, Salah, uh, the volunteers, not hostages. And that was sort of a, a theme, not only in the first episode, but through the whole thing where they, they were just talking about how, you know, uh, they want guys who want to be here, want to be in New York, didn't come here necessarily because the Jets gave them the most money, which in the past, there's a lot of guys <laughs> who came to the Jets because the Jets gave them the most money. It seems like the team has a plan and it seems like everyone in the organization, all the coaching staff, the, like you said, the scout, everyone has the same vision for this team. This, they're all looking for the same type of guys, and it just seems like the team definitely has put it together, hopefully. 
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. <laughs> Episode 2 continued to show us a window into what the Jets were thinking in the offseason. It was called Feed Your Family. And the reason for that is because there was a quote that I'm going to get to that Mike LaFleur talked about that he heard from Jeff Ulbrich involving that phrase. But it begins yeah. by revealing the evaluation process behind what the Jets were looking to do in free agency, the needs that they wanted to fill. And it became clear, and you know this if you saw what the Jets actually did, that guard was very high on their list of priorities. And the guy that they had really targeted was Lakin Tomlinson because they knew him very well. They knew he'd be a fit in the system. And I love what Mike LaFleur said about Tomlinson. He said, Tomlinson goes up against Aaron Donald twice a year, every year, and he's not afraid of him. And not only that, but he believes in his heart of hearts he's going to win every time he goes up against Aaron Donald. Now, we know that that's not the case. Nobody wins every time against Aaron Donald. Most guys don't. But the fact that he had that belief in himself was something that LaFleur really liked. Also in that segment there, they talked about durability. It's nice to see that the Jets thinking about that, thinking about these guys that are durable because they've been so decimated by injuries over the past few seasons. And, you know, Tomlinson does not miss games. And they, LaFleur said he's there at every practice. He's there everything. Mm -hmm. He'll be there at the last game. He doesn't miss time. Hopefully that's a trend that continues for him. <laughs> very important, especially since we know that three of the key members on the Jets' offensive line were very banged up last year. Connor McGovern, George Fant, Mackay Becton, all were gone by the end of the season due to season-ending injuries. Obviously, Becton had the worst of it. 
Then we saw a lot of these pundits waxing poetic about Robert Sala and the coaching staff and what they bring to the table. We saw Mike LaFleur at home. We saw him cooking, and he talked about his culinary skills and how his kids love his cooking, and apparently Robert Sala does too. He said that Robert Sala wants him to start a web show called Cooking with the Coach, although LaFleur said he doesn't feel like he's at that point or he's ready to do that yet. They were waxing poetic about LaFleur as a coach and what he brings to the table, a youthful energy, what he learned at each stop along the way, especially in San Francisco with one of his mentors, Kyle Shanahan. Then we get a look at the NFL Combine. The Jets are looking for difference makers. No big surprise there, but we also heard words from some of the big prospects, not just the guys that the Jets ended up drafting, but a lot of the key players at different positions who spoke at the Senior Bowl. We see the beginning of free agency strategy. They talk a lot about the players that they want to be pursuing. Tomlinson is one of them, obviously. And then we get to the point where the Jets go out and make their first two big moves in free agency. They go and get Braxton Berrios, bring him back, and then they go and get Lake and Tomlinson. Those were the first two big ones. And it was funny because we saw the scene at the end where Berrios comes back to the facility. He's high-fiving all the coaches. He's excited to be back. And then he calls Zach Wilson almost like somebody calling a loved one and telling them big news in their life. Hey, I signed this big contract, but he calls Wilson and he says, Hey man, you ready to keep playing together? I'm excited. Let's do this. And by the way, please throw me the ball and help me look good on the field. So they both have a good laugh at that. So I thought this was a good episode. We got to see more about Mike LaFleur's private life. We saw the window into their strategy for free agency, and then ultimately how it paid off by getting two of their top targets right off the bat in Lake and Tomlinson and they're returning Braxton Berrios. Yeah, I think that salmon was burnt, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I was excited. You know, I'm a big Braxton Berrios fan. I, uh, Miami Hurricanes fan. So I was very excited that the Jets got him back and they didn't overpay him. So that was a, g- a good thing there that made me uh, pretty excited about that. And uh, yeah, Lakeland Tomlinson coming in. He was very familiar with the coaching staffs. Obviously, uh, John Benton had him in San Francisco and LaFleur and Sala. So he, you could see when, when they signed him how excited he was to see, his, to see the coaches that he had in San Francisco. And that was, that was pretty cool to see that. Tommy, I just have to correct you. It wasn't burnt. It's Cajun. It's supposed to look burnt. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as somebody who likes Cajun food, but I honestly couldn't tell you for sure it was burnt, but Cajun food is sort of supposed to look burnt. So yeah. that might be where the confusion came in. Episode three was called A Plan in Place. And this is where we saw exactly who the Jets ended up getting in totality in free agency. We got words from these players especially Lake and Tomlinson. That was a lot of fun when he came in and he was reunited. He gave Salah a big hug. He gave Benton a big hug. He gave LaFleur a big hug. And he seemed very excited. And they talked about how it was very important to them to go out and get guys who had been in winning situations. Guys like Tomlinson, who has been to a Super Bowl. Somebody like Jordan Whitehead, who won a Super Bowl. Somebody like C.J. Ozama, who went to a Super Bowl with the Cincinnati Bengals. And then, of course, we heard from the other guys that they brought in, D.J. Reed, Jacob Martin. No stone was unturned. All of these guys came across as players who fit exactly what they had talked about. They really want to win. 
and they love football. And you heard from Whitehead about how it was exciting for him because this is where his cousin Darrell Revis's career started and really took off. So he felt like it was full circle. DJ Reed was a player that they said that they coveted because he can play all over the place. And they love what he did in Seattle. Jacob Martin, they thought, would be a perfect system fit. And he would be a guy that could really help that defense and the pass rush. Ozama, they loved his leadership skills. And you heard from Peter Schrager that there are very few players in the league that he likes more than C.J. Ozama. And as we heard earlier in the series, I believe it was the first episode, they talked about wanting to add two tight ends. They did that by getting Tyler Conklin as well. So you heard a lot of people talk in this episode about how they believe in Joe Douglas and how his plan seems to make sense. You heard clips of even Mike Greenberg, of all people, touting Joe Douglas being a general manager that... Jets fans should be able to believe in. And so we started to see the first part of the offseason plan take shape as they made their offseason free agent signings. Tommy, I thought this was a good episode, too. We saw some behind-the-scenes stuff with why they went with certain players. And, of course, obviously, we got the opportunity to hear from those players and why they wanted to be a Jet. And to be honest with you, Tommy, in addition to getting plenty of money in these free agent deals, it really did feel like they came here because they liked what the Jets were selling. The key quote here to me was from Tyler Conklin, where he said he had options, but he was excited about the fact that the Jets had a real plan for him, and that was important. And it felt like for a lot of these players, that was a key reason why they came here. They were sold on what Robert Sala and the coaching staff wanted to do with them, and they liked Joe Douglas's vision. Yeah, it's cool to see. You know, DJ Reed said that he came here just because of Robert Sala. And uh, it's just cool to see the Jets having a plan. I I don't, you know, we haven't had this kind of access when, you know, previous GMs were here, but it just does definitely feels like, like they said, they wanted to bring in some veterans who had playoff experience, Super Bowl experience, come from winning teams to, to sort of bring in with the youth that they have on the roster now. And, you know, it just seems like a logical, good plan. And so it's, it's good. It's nice to see that Todd McShay had a quote in there where he said that the, the results on the field don't match up with the confidence in the building, but you could see that, you know, what, that they're actually building something and, you know, it's a slow process. It's going that, going that way. Todd McShay <laughs> said a lot of things positive about Joe Douglas. He said he's yeah. a big believer in Joe Douglas, and I'm sure the fact that they were roommates in college and really close friends bears nothing on his evaluation of the job Joe Douglas has done. He's a completely unbiased observer. I do like the job that Joe Douglas has done. It's just kind of funny that Todd McShay is quoted so many times and they don't disclose the relationship between McShay and Douglas kind of taints it a little bit, but he made some interesting points. And like you said, that comment that he made was definitely on point. It leads us to episode number four, which was called Come Get Me. And the reason that this was called Come Get Me, and by the way, I should go back to episode two, where I said that the episode title Feed Your Family was based on a quote by Jeff Ulbrich to Mike LaFleur. The quote was that they're all working together to help each other earn the money and the longevity in the league to feed their families, and this was their livelihood. And LaFleur said that that always rings true in his head, and that's why they all have each other's backs. And so this episode was called Come Get Me, also based on a quote, but it was based on a quote from Jermaine Johnson. And Joe Douglas talks about this early in the episode, 
where he says that they had an incredible meeting with Jermaine Johnson. They were so impressed with him. And he says to Salah, you know what he said to me when we were leaving? We were talking about what a great meeting it was. And he said to me, Mr. Douglas. And I said, yes, Jermaine. He said, trade up for me. So Douglas laughed and he said, okay, sure, sure. Which is kind of a funny comment to me, Tommy, because at the time, why would you think they'd need to trade up for you? They could have just taken you at number 10 overall, but point taken. He wanted the Jets to go get him. He said, come get me. So we go through the episode and we hear a lot about what the Jets were planning in the draft, who they were really targeting. And Joe Douglas does a really good job of keeping everything close to the vest. In fact, Rex Hogan And Chad Alexander talked about this. They said that Douglas doesn't like to share his own personal opinions with the people, even in his inner circle, because he doesn't want to influence what they think. So when they're giving their opinions of these prospects, he wants them to give their true opinion without trying to please him, even if it's inadvertent or even if it's subliminal. So he keeps everything close to the vest. But what we learned here, and it's not a surprise based on what the Jets actually did, is that they loved Sauce Gardner, and that's who they really wanted at number four. Maybe this would have changed if Trayvon Walker or especially Aiden Hutchinson had been available, but that was the guy that they were hoping for. And the real tense moment was at number three with Houston when they picked Derek Stingley Jr. over Sauce, and the Jets realized they were going to get Sauce. They celebrated We all saw the video. They called Sauce Gardner and said, Sauce, we got you. And Robert Salas started screaming, Sauce, and all that. And he was (laughs) amped up. And then at number 10, they wanted Garrett Wilson. That was their guy. And they were sweating it out. They were afraid that somebody was going to take him, especially at number eight when the Atlanta Falcons ended up taking Drake London. They thought he could go there. Then they thought that somebody might trade ahead of them at number nine with Seattle. That didn't happen. As we know, Seattle ended up taking offensive lineman, Charles Cross, and then the Jets get Garrett Wilson, and they were excited because this was their guy. And going back to the free agent episode, the episode before, they talked about how the Jets went all in to try and get Tyree Kill, although they didn't offer number four or number 10, but that they really made an aggressive play. And they were talking about how this was a different Jets team because they had accumulated these assets in the hope of being able to have the flexibility to make a move like trading for Tyree Kill if he became available. They weren't able to get him. He went to Miami. And so now their backup plan was Garrett Wilson, who they believed was the top wide receiver in the class. They talked about all the skills that he brings to the table and how they think he's a perfect fit for the offense. And so now they had those two guys. And they loved Jermaine Johnson, who had said, come get me. But they didn't think they were going to be able to get him now because they used the fourth and tenth picks. Well, as we know, after that, Jermaine Johnson started to slide. And at one point, we see Joe Douglas talking to Woody Johnson. And he's saying, should we go up and get him? We really like him. He's somebody that we have as our eighth-ranked player at a position that we really need. And not that Woody Johnson is a football expert despite owning the team, but he says to Joe Douglas, gives him encouragement, yeah, I would do it, go do it. So Joe Douglas starts working the phones. And this is a fun scene, Tommy, because we see him calling and calling. It looked like he made like 100 phone calls. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. It looked like he made about 100 phone calls. He keeps shaking his head. And finally, he gives the thumbs up after he makes the phone call to the Tennessee Titans with the 26th pick. And once he hangs up, we hear the famous quote by now, we're on the effing clock. And so 
everybody celebrates. And this was one of the most fun scenes in the entire series, Tommy. This was my favorite episode, definitely. You know, from the tension at the before the uh, Garner pick, uh, you know, how every pick, it just seemed like it was going the way that they wanted it to go. And they, everyone in the room was super excited. You know, and it was really cool. And they were celebrating like they just won the Super Bowl. Ulbrich ran in, was high-fiving people, gave Douglas a big bear hug, and they really were excited. And so then we saw them make the call to Jermaine Johnson, and Douglas basically said, hey, you told us to come get you, and we did. And so they got Jermaine Johnson, and that was more or less how they closed it out with all the pundits saying how well the Jets had done to get all three of these guys You heard the NFL Network footage of Daniel Jeremiah repeatedly saying, I can't believe Jermaine Johnson's on the board. One thing that I thought was interesting, Tommy, was that Ian Rappaport from NFL Network talked about how teams and agents were texting him and asking him, what's going on? What do you have on Jermaine Johnson? Why is he slipping? And Rappaport's response was, I have no idea. I've got nothing for you. So that was fascinating to me that even Ian Rappaport had no intel on why Jermaine Johnson was sliding but that was the episode in a nutshell they really took you behind the scenes of what was going on during the draft and like you said this to me was the best episode because this is where you got the best content about the draft which was the most important part of the Jets offseason right yeah it was a really fun episode uh just the behind the scenes stuff that you don't normally get access to is really cool to watch and see Fifth episode starts with the coaches talking about the first three players that the Jets got. We just talked about Sauce Gardner at number four, Garrett Wilson at number 10, and Jermaine Johnson after a trade up to number 26. You hear Jeff Ulbrich first. He's talking about Sauce Gardner. And he said the reason that Sauce Gardner went from being a first-round pick to a top-five caliber pick is because there are some cornerbacks that are great at jamming guys to the line. There are some cornerbacks that are great at staying with the top receivers step-for-step. Sauce is one of the few cornerbacks that he's seen that can do both. So he's excited for what Gardner can do for this defense. He talked about Jermaine Johnson, and he was very excited about Jermaine Johnson too. He said if they had picked him at number 10, that he would have been ecstatic. And the reason is because all of the things that Jermaine Johnson can do, his speed, his technique, his hand usage, his motor, all of that, the main thing that makes him think that Jermaine Johnson can be a a 10-sack-a-year guy is that he has a massive power element to his game. And what Ulbricht says is that all that other stuff is great and it'll help you become a really good edge rusher, but without that power element, you're not going to be that 10-sack-a-year type of player. Jermaine Johnson has that, and so he thinks that he could be one of the key pieces of that defense for years to come. Mike LaFleur talks about Garrett Wilson and says that the reason that the Jets had him as their number one wide receiver and why he's so excited to add him to the offense is that not only does he have speed, not only is he a really good route runner, not only can he get off of press with the quick releases, but he's got that amazing body control and he can make these contested catches, especially for a guy at six foot and 190 pounds. That is rare. That's the kind of thing that you see a bigger body wide receiver, somebody like Drake London being able to do regularly, not somebody the size of Garrett Wilson, but the fact that he could do that on top of all the other things that made him such a strong prospect is why Mike LaFleur is so excited to add Garrett Wilson to the offense. Then we go into the rest of the picks that the Jets made. It begins, of course, as we know, with the Jets trading up with the Giants ahead of the Houston Texans to go get Brees Hall at the top of the second round. We know what happened here. They got Jeremy Ruckert after that. They got Michael Clemens. They got Max Mitchell. And so 
You saw the calls to all those guys. We've now seen that famous phone call from the area scout. And this is a fantastic video, if you haven't seen it, where he calls Max Mitchell and says, Hey, Max, do you remember when I was scouting you? And he said, of course I do. And he said, well, now I get to tell you that we're drafting you. Are you ready to come play for the Jets? And he was all excited. Brees Hall, we know what the story was there. The Jets really loved him. He was the 18th player rated on their board, so they were excited to get him. They jumped the Houston Texans a spot, gave up a fifth-round pick to do it. Jeremy Ruckert, the hometown kid who grew up a Jets fan, and Tommy, we know the famous video of his father leading the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets chant in the living room. He was really excited. Michael Clements is a different personality altogether. <laughs> He's not one that's an overly emotional guy, but he certainly was happy to be drafted by the New York Jets as well. You know, seeing all the, all the players that they drafted, and I said it in the article, I'm sure guys are excited to play with whoever team drafts them. You know, you'd assume they're happy to play, but it seemed like every one of these guys had a real connection with the Jets coaching staff, with uh, Joe Douglas, and they all really definitely seemed like they wanted to be a part of this team. It was really cool to see. Yeah, and then the episode, of course, wrapped up with all the guys in a meeting, and they're all sitting there, and Robert Sala is preaching the gospel to them. And Tommy, in your article that you have up at playlikeajet.com, you have the quote, we're looking for a commitment to consistently execute the details required to compete at our greatest level with loyalty and conviction. A lot of words, but we get the general point of what they're looking for. And Zach Wilson was in this meeting as well. Should say, by the way, also in the first episode, they talked about Wilson's rookie year. And Wilson mentioned how it was up to him now to gel with these younger players and really help build something. And the vision all comes into focus here by episode five. The vision is that they've been accumulating these assets, clearing the cap space, getting the draft picks. Also, they could build this up from scratch, really starting with last year more than anything and then this year. And that they want to build this young core to grow together and become a team that they hopefully can see success with for the next five to ten years. And that was ultimately the message here of this series, Flight 2022. It's that the Jets want players that want to be here and players that fit what they want to do. And they want to mold it all together like a ball of clay into a real winner for the first time in a long time here with the New York Jets. And they want to do it all in their vision because they have a clear plan of how to get there. And now the plan has really been executed and it's up to these guys to show that Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, and the rest of the coaches and scouts and front office guys were right to put their faith and trust in them. So Tommy... Your reaction to episode five and your overall reaction to the series. What did you think? What were your key thoughts on this episode and also all five of them in general? Yeah, I think the overall, you, I don't think as a Jets fan watching this show, you, you won't come away just excited about the team, about the future of the team and you know the hands that the organization is in right now. I know it's a team-produced series and they're not going to put in you know the the warts but it was really if you're a Jets fan diehard Jets fan just seeing this just gets you pumped up I mean you're ready for the season to start yesterday Tommy any other key moments that stood out to you that you think we missed and didn't touch on yet um the only other thing we talked briefly about it the, the area scout one uh his name was Jay 
Mondalesi. Mm-hmm. And he, he was talking about how he is only home on Fridays. <laughs> He's got a wife and two kids, and she is obviously very understanding of the job that he has to just be home one day a week for most of the year is pretty pretty crazy. Tommy Griffin Kranz, senior writer over at playlikeajet.com. Thanks so much for coming on and talking about Jets Flight 2022 with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out your work over at playlikeajet.com, what have you written recently? What are you planning on doing in the next couple of weeks? And also, how can people follow you on social media? Uh, sure. Uh, the last thing I had up was obviously the review that we talked about today of the uh, the Flight 2022 Um we have uh, a couple other articles. I did a, you know, talked about Joe Douglas with the draft class. And now that the season is quickly approaching, although we're going to be a little quiet here the next couple of weeks, we'll be more consistent with throwing up some stuff on the site. And you could follow me on Twitter at the real T Griff. Make sure you follow Tommy on Twitter at the real T Griff. Cause you don't want to follow the fake T Griff. That would be bad. Cause <laughs> I think the fake T Griff is actually a Patriots fan and you definitely don't want any part of that Twitter feed. So follow Tommy on Twitter. Make sure you read his work over at playlikeajet.com and read everything we've got up there. Plus check out the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel, The Thunder from Down Under. Luke Grant has got some fantastic all twenty two reviews, including a lot of the players that we talked about today. Not just the draft class, but he did all 22 film reviews for the free agent class as well. They're all up there, so go watch them and subscribe to our channel. If you haven't already, visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's tee And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com hello it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.